Ready Check Radio. What's up, Internet? Welcome to the Relic Grind, Ready Check Radio's Final Fantasy XIV Square Enix podcast. It's Thursday, it's 7 p.m. Eastern. That means we're doing it live, twitch.tv slash Radio. If you're listening on Spotify, head on over to readycheckradio.com, R-A-I-D-E-O.com. Make sure you follow all the socials in the upper right. Share, 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 like, 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 sub, 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 notify, 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 all the good stuff. Tell your friends and come join us live sometime. Because we got a lot to talk about. Live letter. We talked to, we kind of like preemptively went through what we expected last Thursday. And then Friday, the live letter happened. About three hours, uh, if you count the breaks, of live streaming goodness from Yoshi P and team. All about patch 5.5 and 5, uh, 5.5x. Uh, since we'll be getting this into two parts. Of course, helping me go through all of it, my usual host, Mr. Chris Montoya, a.k.a. Tarkoth. What's up, sir? Greetings, programs. Uh, things are good, dude. I'm one week away. Less than a week away. I'm yeah. so excited. I love patch time. Yeah, Yeah, less than a week away. Less than a week away. We've got five days, basically. Five days. Are you as excited as Tarkoth is, Adam Lane, a.k.a. Kronos? Yeah. Uh, sadly, I start my new job next week, so I'm oh. not going to have as much time to play the patch, but I'm definitely <laughs> going to find time. I'll have Diamond Weapon killed by Tuesday, Yeah, like you, end of Tuesday. You'll find time. You'll absolutely yeah. find time. We all will. We all will. Well, I mean, the uh, let's just pick up right where... Right where we left off, basically, last week. We had the live letter itself. Mm-hmm. We've got all the info now. All the info we're going to get until it launches. The first part, the dot fives usually come in two parts. So we've got part one coming this coming Tuesday. So five days from now. And then part two, late May. Uh, I mean, if, if we had to guess, probably like the 25th. <laughs> yes, Probably. 18th feels a little too close to the middle of May. Specifically calling out late late May is probably the 25th in which we'll get part two. Now, here's the way we're going to do this. First off, I'm going to show the trailer while we're talking here because the trailer, it was the way they kicked it off. We all expected that. We got the trailer. So I'm going to let that play while we're talking about this. And let's not get into ultra specifics about little things first. Let's talk about the trailer itself not things we might have found out later in the in the live letter. Just I want your initial reactions because I know some of us probably thought the same things. We probably thought squee Tiamat, squee Fordola. Yes. I mean, I, there, <laughs> there were a couple exactly. of squee moments through this whole thing uh, and a couple of like, did they really reveal the pilot or did they not quite reveal the pilot? I can't tell. No. Like it looks like they might have, but it could also be Yoshi P just trying to fake people out. Your entire thoughts on the almost three minutes of trailer talk. It was awesome. Like exactly. Tiamat. I was like, yes, Tiamat <laughs> is free. Thank God. It's only been four years. She's finally free. <laughs> Uh, well, I guess longer than that, she's been in self-exile for I don't know how long. Uh, and then Fordola coming back. Yes. I, I, we thought that 
tease about someone coming back and being a main part was maybe a Sinian, but Fordola, yes, give me that. She's awesome. Yeah, I, I uh, like how a lot of us forgot, and and Tark was like one of the first people I saw on Twitter was like, holy shit, I totally forgot about Fordola. I totally, <laughs> totally forgot, forgot about, about Fordola. Happy to see her, but totally forgot mm-hmm. about her. <laughs> What'd you and think, Kronos? The... Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, I mean... It's funny because uh, it kind of makes sense that she's showing back up too. Yeah. Because uh, like they've been doing like uh, those like letters or whatever they're called, and she like because they've been talking to her, she's been like hunting primals down, so it kind of makes sense. They're bringing all these lunar primals in that she's gonna bring come back to fight them. I think everybody was excited about Tiamat that finally they're gonna do something with Tiamat. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it took them a while to do stuff with uh, uh, what's the guy? What's the kid's name that I can't think of his name right now? Unokalhai. So now yeah. they're finally doing something with Tiamat, which is kind of cool probably fighting uh lunar bahamut for sure i think the pilot's a bait i, I think you're i think it is right too on that. I, I think yeah. it's a yeah. Bait. yeah i think it's definitely totally a bait. i think it's yeah. made to look like they revealed the pilot and yeah. there's that's i think that's a different cut uh of the cut scene there that there's yeah. you know just happens to be in the background type deal like so yeah i totally think that that's a bait i totally yeah there's a lot of bosnia in the trailer too um, there is stuff that we're not gonna get until yeah. like the yeah. half patch, and then it looked like I'm pretty sure uh, Lunar Odin and Lunar Ravana. Yeah, I think. Yeah, definitely yeah. Odin. I think it was Ravana, uh, yeah. but definitely and Odin. Ifrit, of course. Yeah, and Ifrit. Oh, and Ifrit. Yeah. Um, we also saw snippets of the end of the Yorha raid. Some pretty nifty looking bosses. Of course, somebody real big smacking us around on the platforms, right? I mean, that's that's become the norm in Final Fantasy XIV lately. We're on a square platform getting slapped around by somebody that's that's very big and off the platform. But it's got a very, very unique aesthetic to it. Like, it, it is almost jarring when it shows up in the trailer. Uh, it's got the same aesthetic as Nier does in, like, the hacking sequences in bosses. Exactly. Uh, which yep. is absolutely fantastic. It looks great, but if you've never played near this is this part the the first two parts were probably like, what the hell is going on here? But this part is really gonna look like, what are we doing? Like what is going on here? So I hope it'll get better received. We're gonna talk a little more about that because there was stuff we were shown in the live letter that further references near, but it's it's not really. Uh, shown showcased in the trailer much at all i gotta give the the trailer was probably for me gentlemen the best part of the live letter because if i'm being honest i love the live letter format itself but this i feel like was one of the weaker ones um i feel like this was mid-tier or even maybe a little lower when you compare it to and and generally the dot five is always gonna be along those lines because we're just finishing up the 24 person raid and that's really Mm -hmm. the biggest bit of content and we're patching the last few holes in the main story to get ready for whatever expansion i get it but even compared to other dot fives i feel like wow we literally knew everything that the live letter covered prior to the live letter and there's usually always that little tidbit and maybe that's just me wanting more being a fan wanting more and more and more info i don't i'd be interested to see if if you guys share the opinion to me the trailer was the absolute best part of the live letter i feel like the trailer is always the best part (laughs) (laughs) 
I second um, the motion. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, we're missing some stuff, right? Some stuff got pushed out, and COVID, uh-huh. and all that kind of, yeah. kind of news. Um, so like, no ultimate news. Although they did show the ultimate, mm-hmm. which surprised that surprised me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, no real job changes for real because there's no ultimate to balance around. Yeah, so we don't a little really bit, of, little of bit of buffs here and there, but even those buffs said that you're, you're probably not really going to notice them. You know, a couple percentage points. Right. I didn't feel like it was bad. I feel like it felt like kind of the run of mill live letter for me, I guess. So, you, you, but then you kind of agree because I put it right in the middle as far as live letters, maybe a little below yeah, uh, a normal probably, yeah. expectation live letter. Tark, what about you, sir? I'm right on board with you guys. The trailer is the best part of it. Um, give the trailer an eight out of 10. It was pretty good. <laughs> Um, as far as the patch, uh, the live letter itself, uh, there wasn't anything we weren't really expecting. Um, I mean, sh- what was it? Stormblood. We got blue mage information. Um, this, we got, you know, the, the stuff we were expecting, yeah, new, uh, story, new 24 man expanding on blue mage, but nothing crazy and out there that we weren't, um, wasn't coming our way. Anyways, we got the full site now. The full mm. patch five five site, much more uh, used to this type of of overall look. Now we've got all of our pains, we've got all the information, we've got all kinds of screenshots. If you check this like after the live letter or the day after the live letter, uh, and you haven't checked it since then, you probably want to go back because there was over the week some even more things updated and some uh, new screenshots added. If you're a screenshot junkie. Uh, so why don't we do this as far as the big stuff goes? We've we've kind of got a little miscellaneous category that we'll do in a few minutes, like odds and ends that were talked about in the live letter, right? Like triple triad and, and things like that. Let's sure. go through the stuff that was talked in the live letter and your thoughts about it, uh, kind of just in the order that it is here on the on the site. How's that sound? We'll, we'll scroll through the site together. And and we'll we'll have fun. No, nothing really new on the the Death Unto Dawn main storyline. Uh, we got the, the the screenshots; they're still the same. There wasn't a whole lot in the live letter talking about this, but we do know, you know, Fordola coming back and playing a, a part in it from the trailer. But other than that, this really wasn't a big topic of discussion. Besides, hey, you're getting main story quests to start wrapping things up for 6.0. I mean, I can't tell you so much. No. Right? no. Yeah. Yoshi P was that, can't spoil very it. careful on this stream, by the way. Oh, like, he was like totally terrible. anti-spoiler. And he had to be, not just for content, like like he didn't, he didn't make the pull, right? Normally he's like, oh, I accidentally pulled. You know, and we see like the first <laughs> couple of seconds of, of a primal fight or an ultimate fight or whatever. He didn't pull this time. Uh, my thought is probably because dialogue shows up on pool that the name of the pilot they're trying to hide probably shows there. But anyway, also because there were times when he was on the 6.0 build. And so like even opening menus and shit, he has to be very, very careful because he doesn't want to like open his class window and all of a sudden we know the other melee DPS class that hasn't been announced yet and things like that. So it was kind of odd seeing him, like he always plays coy, but throughout the entire live letter, I think he was almost actually nervous anytime he was demoing something that he was going to accidentally give anything away. 
Where he did actually walk around and start doing stuff was, of course, Yorha Dark Apocalypse. We now know the last part of this is the tower at Paradigm's Breach. The aesthetic, again, totally fits with Nier. Might throw you off a little bit as a Final Fantasy fan, but I thought this was just gorgeous. And he did make a point to show that, hey, you can't fall off the sides when you're walking. There's, there's an invisible wall here. But then at the boss, the first boss does go, oh man, it looks like maybe you can fall off of here. <laughs> so <laughs> looks like, uh, you know, dragoons don't bother coming. Um, you know, <laughs> you'll, just, you'll just end up off the thing. Uh, but I thought it looked beautiful when we got to see the first boss. Uh, what was it? Jack of Diamonds, I think it was. Or Jack of Hearts. Jack of Hearts, I think. Jack yeah. of Hearts, yeah. which is from Near Replicant for those that haven't played it. You can go ahead and take advantage of that when that comes out very, very soon here. What were your thoughts, though? I mean, this looked beautiful. Uh, my first thought was like, did they run out of budget and they just can put anything on the walls or in the background? <laughs> <laughs> it's very void space. <laughs> there is a lot here. of white space going on here, but yeah. again, totally fits with, with near totally fits these big ass yeah. hands. Chronos, these got to be telegraphs. I mean, just like, oh, sure. look at how distinct those fingers are. I mean, they, it's they, going to be like angles, right? Where yeah. he like punches you. Yeah. Probably. Or, oh, yeah, yeah, or yeah, certain yeah. fingers glow uh, to indicate a certain ability. I mean, all of them are very, very distinct, very spaced out, very visual. I think we should throw in one of our miscellaneous items while we're talking about this, actually, the targeting circle uh, underneath mm. um, your, you know, mobs or bosses or whatever. They mm -hmm. did say that you don't have to worry about positionals for for like the uh, the trial. Um, this isn't a positional fight. But then they went ahead and showed the new targeting circle underneath that very clearly indicated positionals. Uh, Chronos, so give us the scoop. What are they doing, and and what do you, how do you feel about the change? So this is a great change, honestly. Um, so I, I'll, I'll, so first of all, it is is on the sides. It kind of shows you which way the boss is facing. Um, and I think this is actually more helpful for omnipositional bosses than bosses with positionals. Because uh, if you've done something like a castrum uh, and you do like, a, I don't remember the name of the bird, but the bird, the last boss, yeah, uh, when he jumps, he does like a big cross AOE that's untelegraphed. Yep. It's really hard to tell where his butt is. Uh, and so this will actually really help with mechanics like that. It'll be really easy to determine exactly where the boss is facing forward toward. And you can line up for mechanics like that on bosses that typically don't have a reticle. Because the nice thing about other bosses, and now every boss will have it now, is you have that arrow in the front that shows you exactly where the exact front of the boss is. And now every boss is going to have that. The only difference is omnipositional. The arrows inside the boss is like circle. Yeah. So it'll be, it's just a good quality of life change. That's something I probably would have never thought of. Because like I get annoyed by those things, but I never really thought about fixing it. But it's kind of nice that they've also realized similar things and actually have like yeah. a solution. If I'm not mistaken, too, Tark, there's a little tick mark uh, at 90 degree left and 90 degree right, too, isn't there? To, to show mm -hmm. flanking I, positions. I actually haven't seen this. I, I don't even know what it looks like. I'm trying to find an image here. Oh, there so, it is. Oh, you didn't see it? Oh, oh, there yeah. it is. I see it. That's yeah. nice. Yeah, it was very sweet. Yeah, for fr frontal arrows on the sides. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Very uh, makes things a little easier for those of you that do have to worry about positionals when the time comes. 
uh, and just generally makes things a little easier uh, across the board. I'm kind of amazed it hasn't always been there, but right, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things you're like, wait, wait, that that wasn't already there. <laughs> I th- I would have thought if you would have told me that that was already there and I just had it shut off, I totally would have believed you. Like I totally would have been like, oh Mike, shit, Mike, it's. Yeah. Mike, it's always been there. Yeah, okay. I would have been like, Tark, it turned off. Yeah, that's it's fine. Okay. Tark, tell me how to turn it on. That's fine. Yeah, I, <laughs> I would have totally bought it. What if, what if you have to turn it on? What if it's not in default? <laughs> no <laughs> way. No way. Uh, I, I sometimes hate going into the system menus in 14. <laughs> uh, not a lot on Peglathon, no. No. Yeah, what well, like I I actually like think, nothing. Thinking like, through the the live letter, I don't think it was even mentioned besides <laughs> new dungeon. Yeah, it's a it's yeah. a five five story dungeon, right? Yeah, so yeah. So you can't yeah. spoil anything. It's yeah. I mean, we saw the bosses. So. Yeah, and the gear looks sweet. The gear looks sweet. I do like that gear. Everybody's got a midriff. Everybody showing off those belly buttons. Word. Except the Lollafell. Yeah. Well, and the. <laughs> Yeah, you're. Oh my God, you're right. I t- my eyes just like totally skipped over the Lollafell. It's okay. Everyone <laughs> skips over the Lollafell, dude. It's fine. Everybody trips over the Lollafell so too. So bitter. Where we did spend a lot of time was the trial chronicles of a, a new era of the sorrow of Whirlet and the cloud deck trial itself, uh, which we will have a a savage version of diamond weapon fight. We got to see it, so we, we saw... Well, I guess we didn't see it, see it. We saw the opening um, cinematic that will play at the beginning of the fight, and then we saw Diamond Weapon sitting there waiting to be pulled. A bit different from the shot that we've gotten here on the cloud deck that we talked about last week, where it looks like on pull... He's not in the middle there. These two platforms are together making one platform and Diamond Weapon is, you know, on the side of one of them. Oh, and by the way, everybody wanted to know, <laughs> like, oh, is he going to be part of it? Is he going to be... Yeah, yeah. He's holding the platforms up so you can't see him. <laughs> you can't see him. Yep. Um, you were right underneath. Yep. Yeah, he's, he's underneath holding the platforms up. So we we kind of speculated last week, like maybe this would be a ring type fight based on this image, uh, or that there would be jumping back and forth between these two platforms um, with the like the Allegan switches type deals. Uh, but uh, yeah, it looks to be that. And based on what we saw in the live letter, it's not always the same platform from beginning to end through the fight. The platform modifies for some reason or in some way during this fight to end up from what we saw in the live letter to what we see in this screenshot, Tark. That's sweet. They can do all sorts of different mechanics with that. Half room cleave? No, you need to jump across and I can't just run. That dragoon in this image is definitely dead. Then. It's dead. Yeah, <laughs> totally dead. 100% <laughs> dead. Yeah. That's just a full thrust. He can move. They're gonna be like, I, I can evade into the jump spot. Nope, over overestimated. I'm off the edge. Bye. <laughs> I kind of like the the idea. I mean, we saw this with Cloud of Darkness, right? Where the platform was basically mobile. I mean, the platform itself yeah. didn't move, but the squares <clears throat> right fell away, right? Yeah. And so the environment was constantly changing. I, I think though, Kronos, there is a delicate line on that 
where it just becomes more annoying than it is clever, unique of me- uh, clever and unique use of mechanics. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of glad they're kind of easing their way back into these type of mechanics. Is like, I mean, not to sound old, but back in the day, <laughs> you know, there there were mechanics where you, screw your uptime. Like you're going to back there and you're doing, you know, you're on like mirror night duty in Twitania or like, you know, you're the bard. You have to kite the Renaud for like 30 <laughs> seconds. Um, and now, granted, that stuff sucks. Don't like. Yeah. I don't. I don't want that stuff back. But I do think that before this current tier, they had gotten a little bit like reserved when it comes to that. Because a lot of people don't like when their uptime is messed with in this game. You'll learn yeah. that if you raid. Yeah. Um. But I do want arenas to be more interesting, and I want more mechanics that do stuff like this because it's more fun. Like, yeah, you'll figure out how to get uptime around all this stuff, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm kind of glad that they're doing more stuff like this that's kind of more interactive with the arena, like Cloud yeah. of Darkness and like what this seems to be. A mechanic really doesn't cool. always have to be initiated by the boss. Right. You know, yeah. I, I, I like when the environment, environment uh, has its own mechanics too. But I'm with you. There is a delicate... I'm a black mage main and a red mage main, right? Jesus. Like, you can't take this too far. Otherwise, don't bring me. You know, like seriously, <laughs> if I have to dodge the environment 80% of the time, there is no reason for me as a black mage to be there. I can't possibly parse well <laughs> DPS wise simply because it's so I get it. There's a delicate balance. But even as a black mage, I'm saying I would like more of this. And it looks like looks like just our speculation based on what we saw in the live letter and this singular image that we see that clearly during this fight there it looks like there is some type of platform design change. Now, whether yeah, the it's, other, it, it changes the dynamic of the fight or anything, we'll see. The other thing he said, too, was uh, he specifically mentioned that we'd be capturing the diamond weapon instead of um, Yeah, the translated it. name of the, the quest, yeah, was, was, about, but, was based on capture, not destroy. Which then also makes me think, is the pilot thing a bait? It's hard. I'm not sure. I feel like it's a bait, but if we're capturing it, it makes me think that she's yeah. in there. Um, sure so, uh, I don't knows? know. What do you think, Tark? I mean, we, Kronos and I gave our opinions when we were talking about the trailer. Uh, so we're totally mm-hmm. baited? Or or story-wise, does it make sense for the capture to, to be who we think it's going to be? Oh... I like. I think we're gonna attempt to capture it, um, so that we can use it against the Garlands. But ultimately, it's not. We're gonna fail in that, and we're gonna have to destroy it. And it's gonna be more sorrows of Whirlit and another child down. Sad face. We'll see. We'll see. <sighs> it's gonna be fun though, and you get a savage version, so at least you'll mm-hmm. have that. You know, no ultimate, but you know. Uh, I think. Oh yeah, we'll talk about that later. So next up, Save the Queen Battlefield 555. One of the things Kronos had mentioned earlier was we got some stuff pushed back that usually would have been in the dot five, and now it's in the dot five five. This includes Zadnor, the new area uh, for the Save the Queen Battlefield conclusion and uh, events. Now, we do know a, quite a bit about this, actually, for something that is going to be in the dot five at the end of May. We know about the zone size. We know that the, the about the 48 person. 
We know the changes being made to the current 48 person to become 24 to 48. We know about changes to uh, bad luck against dueling uh, or getting picked for the duels and the triggers. We know that advancement is going to go via from rank 15. They're adding from 15 to 25, so adding 10 ranks. Uh, in addition to that, there's going to be some type of horizontal progression after you hit level 25 or rank 25 there as well. We also know, obviously, it's the conclusion of the relic. We all expected that. Um, yeah, so we know quite a bit about something we're not going to get to play about uh, at all on Tuesday, Kronos. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they always, when they have the half patches, they still show, like, they showed, like, Blue Mage and stuff in the last live letter, or the last, like, trailer, even though we didn't get it till later. But yeah, I mean, I, I like what I'm seeing. I really hope that you can queue up for the new 48 man instead of, like, Caster, but it makes it sound like it's in the instance, so I'm not sure if it's going to be the same. But every, all this stuff sounds good. It's just, like, a second zone. It's going to be just, like, the first zone, new lost actions. Stuff. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of this stuff should make the Savage easier, just naturally. Yeah which will be kind of cool to get people to go. And then also taking it from 48 down to 24 yeah. should get some more people involved. Yeah, and they, and they kind of alluded to, they didn't come out right and say it, but they kind of alluded to that some of the new lost actions are really going to make damage numbers redonkulous so, for the current stuff. For the, well, I'm, I'm talking about for the current stuff, making those numbers even more redonkulous. Uh, when you come back to run, you know, Castrum as it is now, but you have the new actions and things like that. So it's going to be nutty. I mean, it's already nutty, but it's, yeah, it's, like, it's just for like scale. Like yeah. if you, if, because uh, I don't know if you're aware, but in the Savage, you can send someone to do a 1v1 and they get a buff that doubles their damage. Yep. Okay. Uh, I've had Samurais in my parties do 100,000 BPM. <laughs> so like <laughs> if they're adding more stuff, like. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to have Samurai's and Delubrum doing, like, 200k. The bosses are going to, like, disintegrate. Yep, they're just going to melt. Just yeah, gonna we're going to have an item squish. Might as well break the system as much as you can with this fun stuff on the side, and, and then, you know. It's fun, though. We'll it, it, like, experimenting <laughs> with that stuff is a lot of fun. Like, yeah. using the big abilities. Like, I don't know if you've had a chance to use Flare Star and Black Mage, but that ability is really cool. Yeah. Um, Stuff like that, and it's it's like almost experimental. They can like play with stuff, and then maybe we mm -hmm. might see something similar. <laughs> it's yeah. almost like a PTR. It's like their own yeah. live yeah. PTR for <laughs> class balances and abilities and things like that. Yeah. Uh, Ish Guardian uh, Restoration yeah. also uh, patch <clears throat> five point five. Custom deliveries coming in five point five. We already talked about these. The Mog uh, that people were carrying above their heads. Yeah. Apparently, something you're going to be able to get, and Yoshi P encourages you not to throw them at people. <laughs> I'd rather throw a Lollafell. Oh. <clears throat> I don't think. They're potatoes. I don't, I They're soulless potatoes. I don't think I That Lollafell is strong, dude. Look at that Lollafell carrying that big. That book was like 10 times his size, dude. I, I, don't, I don't think Adam <laughs> would like you throwing the Lollas. I get punted all the time. It's fine. <laughs> See? He's used to it. You can't walk around Limsa and not have people like kick you and pet you. It's you know. They don't have bad. souls, they don't have feelings. That's fine. There's an outfit yeah. for you. New custom deliveries, by the way. There's an outfit. Blue velvet <laughs> with Jaguar print trim. Wow. That, that, yeah, that's quality right <laughs> there. Like I I almost think she's looking at him like, what the fuck? You know, just, <laughs> what are you wearing, buddy? <laughs> what are you wearing? Uh, Unreal getting swapped out. Somebody got this one right. Yeah, you did. Yeah, somebody got this one right. Good call. 
Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. It was the only thing I could think of. A Realm Reborn, where both tanks had at least some type of mechanic that they had to do, and the healers or a healing mechanic of some type was was in the fight. It was, you know, my options were limited. So yeah, it was either this or Ifrit. So I'm glad it's this versus Ifrit. The only reason I didn't think it was Ifrit was because really, I mean, as long as you can survive the the damage increase, you could one tank that. Um in the original forms, you know, and since they're based on the original form. So we're going back to the, uh, the world leader. We're going to fight Leviathan. I actually really like this fight when it came out. Uh, I'm eager to see the unreal. He did show this a little bit on the, on the live letter. Cronus, what did you think? I'm excited. I like this fight a lot too. Leviathan, uh, was like one of the first extremes I did. Cause by the time I got to, you know, it was a little bit late to get into 50. Um, so this was like one of the first ones where my, like my FC brought me in. So I have like a lot of memories of Leviathan. Hmm. Uh, so I can't wait for people to get feared off the edge. I can't wait for people to not hit the button on the thing. Uh, also, I was, if you fall off, I was far back. enough to the side. I shouldn't have fallen off. <laughs> yeah. You fall no. off. You're not coming back. You drown. You can't get raised. Nope. So you gone. You gone. Are you a fan of the Leviathan fight, Tark? I am. I love that fight. Um, with my ex though it, it, we were doing it together and she just couldn't wrap her head around where the body slams were coming from so she would always go to the wrong end oh like, I don't know. she back. wasn't following the water spouts yeah and, and, and there's audio cues too if you have if yeah, you have good audio yep. you um, listen to but she, just, she just couldn't do it and i'm like it's okay <laughs> it's okay uh, PlayStation open beta also next Tuesday. Tark, very happy about that. PlayStation 5 open beta. And this is where I think the live letter got a bit ridiculous. <laughs> Just a little bit. A little bit. So, I mean, if you come to the site and you watch the trailer or you come and you look at these images, they do look beautiful. They do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they we've talked about this a few shows ago where they basically had to redo all of the skill icons, right? All of the, yep. the hot bar icons and everything in the game because they weren't made to be viewed with that much uh, resolution, 4K resolution. So they had to redo them while still keeping the style of the original. Go to the site. If you have a 4K monitor, fantastic. Go look at them in 4K. Uh, I'm looking at them in 4K, but the stream is only in 1080. And that's where... It doesn't work that way? That's where Square kind of ran into problems, too. They wanted to show off 4K by having a PlayStation 5 running on a monitor and then have a camera on that, that TV, on that monitor, and then the stream was only running in 720p because they were having tech issues prior to the stream. So this definitely lost a little something in translation. Trying to show they're getting like close-ups of icons and hot bar icons and stuff. And you're like, yeah, it looks like 720p. Well, yeah, because the <laughs> the stream was 720p. Oh, Yoshi P. I love you, but that was not. That was not. That's not, not a good how, uh, tech demo. Yeah, when you put a camera <laughs> on a television, automatically you're doing things wrong. There's so much compression at that point. But anyway, they go to the site. They do look beautiful. They do look beautiful. Uh, They showed off the loading times too, which I think obviously everybody knew 
The loading times on the PS5 are going to be a lot better with the whole SSD situation. Uh, but man, they were they were lightning quick. They were hell yeah. They weren't lying. Now we should put a little disclaimer on there. When they showed this, Yoshi P was on the 6.0 build of the game, loading in and out of places in Limsa, and nobody else was there. Right. So yeah. Still, proof of concept, they are going to be very, very quick, which, Tark, I've played on the PS4. I've played on the PS4 Pro. You play on a PS4 all the time when you play the game. The loading sucks. I mean, it's not horrible, but it sucks. It's better now that I'm on my PS5, but getting the enhancements is going to be super sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, your loading time is improved I, there, but I it's still the, it's still noticeable because you're playing the, the PS4 client on the PS5. When I was playing on the PS3, you know, like I'd load into Mordona, and which at that point was the hotspot. You know, get a book, read a couple pages before that loads up. Now, yeah. now I can count to five probably and, and be all loaded. It's awesome. They're buffing the PC load times too. Oh, you yeah. you spoiled it! You spoiled it! That's where we Good were going to go next. <laughs> For you PC players, Kronos and myself and many of you watching, we are also benefiting from this where we will now get the game in 4K as well, native 4K, not upscaled 4K. We will get the increased lo- or the uh, decreased loading times, the increase in loading performance. Uh, we will get a lot of these things that are specifically being pushed for the PlayStation 5 version of the game. We will be getting them on PC as well, which is fantastic. So now it's not even a question for us, Kronos. We can do the same thing when we're chilling and just running dungeons together. 4K. Savages, 480. Put it in 480 and go for performance, baby. <laughs> Damn, scary. Give me those 60 frames per second. Uh, dude, I don't know if I've done Savage at 480. That's next level, dude. That is next level right there. Pixels. Go, go all the way down to pixels. Let's do it. 16-bit. Let's go. Just text base it. It's just a text based savage. It's <laughs> <laughs> just whoever has the best yeah. words per minute. <laughs> whoever can type best. Uh, I'm done. I'm so out. This, I mean, this did look good, but it was very, very silly the way they they tried to demo yeah. it. Um, you're just gonna have to check it out and check out the website. I mean, the trailer looks phenomenal. We've seen this before. I used it as B-roll on last week's uh, show or the the show before it. It does look phenomenal. Uh, go check it out if you want to watch it in its 4K glory and look at some nice images. Explorer mode getting updated in 5.5. New performance action, so you G-posers have some fun. Uh, lots of stuff for for you to do on this front. Look at that. That dancer, is that looks awesome. That is awesome. Look at these like, peacock feathers on the on the pants. I mean, if you could call these pants, but they they are in the pants item slot, let's say. <laughs> uh, New Game Plus update. So take a look at this. Eden headed to New Game Plus. Oh, what's this? Oh, that looks pretty. That looks... Yeah, it's nice that we get to replay that. Finally. Yep, so some of the Sorrow stuff and the Eden stuff moving to uh, New Game Plus. Uh, and then Dark Apocalypse are going to New Game Plus in 5.5, so the 24-man uh, dungeon. 
Then we get to Adam's favorite part of the live letter, the new mounts. This will be your reward here for getting all of the trial mounts in the 5.x series. Adam, before show, you said the only one you have left to get is, of course, Diamond Weapon. I'm sorry, this is Diamond Weapon's mount. Yeah, uh, We're going to show be. next the one that you get for, for all the 5.x uh, trials. But this one looks pretty sweet, too. Yeah, actually, I just remembered why this live letter is actually the best live letter ever. It uh-huh. showed like eight new mounts. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. And hold some, hold Mount the, Heaven. The, yeah. the big thing yeah, we probably gonna, we want to talk yeah. about there. Let's hold it for the miscellaneous stuff in a minute. But yeah, so. I'm just I'm just missing this one. And so once I get this one, which who knows how many runs that's going to take me, probably a lot. Um, then I'll then I'll get my mecha. Then you'll well, get I don't, this I bad boy. I can't spend the totems yet. I'd have to wait like a full patch for that. So I got to get them out. I got to get oh. it as a drop. Yeah. But yeah, the, and the fact that this is a two-seater is pretty sweet. So This looks incredible. I mean, I yeah. could go without the Flying big... Fortress. I could go without the big, like, you know, spike bayonet on the on the headpiece there. I think I could go without that. But looks phenomenal. Robo-Dragon. Mecha. Yep. Mecha-Dragon. Mecha-Mechazar. Yeah. Uh, what else we got here? That's that's pretty much it. New trailer. We do have some uh, new images added, like I said, this week. If you haven't checked it out, definitely go ahead and check out the site. Get your fix because you've got five days before we are all queued up and ready to go into 5.5. Five. Now, some other miscellaneous pieces. We talked about the instrument, the new instrument that was going to be added. Then they wouldn't tease it. And now it's going to be delayed anyway, so don't worry about it. If you're womp womp, womp, womp yeah. If you're a fan of the instruments, those are going to come in five dot five five. But since we're talking about mounts, lots of mounts were showcased. Adam is correct, and many, many are going to be purchasable with Gill, which is a relatively Ooh. new thing. Uh, in Final Fantasy here. They said very expensive. Very, very expensive. So one, as a mount collector, Kronos, how do you feel about them being purchasable with Gil? So basically anybody can earn them in theory. And what is in essence the biggest Gil sink that has ever been in the game being added to the game? Because I'm a little bit on the side of... This game needed a gill sink. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it definitely. I mean, I have tons of gill. I mean, I don't know why. Like, I do all the crafting and gathering stuff now. It's not like I need the gill, really. Like, I could just buy it. It's just more me, like, looking for something to do in the game. I'm glad I did now, depending on how much the stuff is worth. Like, I'm not, like, super flush or anything. Well, I guess I am by most people's standards, but if these things cost, like, 25 mil a pop or something, I'm going to be broke. Um <laughs> So I hope that they're not that expensive, but maybe they will be, and maybe that'll give me something to work toward. Uh, as far as, like, spending gil, like, there are mounts that are sellable now. Like, a lot of the more rare mounts actually are sellable. Well, there's, there's a difference. Want. That's why I said this is relatively right. a new thing. There's a difference between right. me getting a mount and being able to yeah. sell it to you and mounts being sold yeah. by sure. NPCs in the game, which yeah. this these, is the, the latter. I would assume that you probably can't even market board these. Probably just buy them, and then you probably can't even put them on the market board. So you have to, like, spend your own gil on it yeah. maybe not though um could just be able to trade it i don't know um uh, but yeah it doesn't really bother me uh I, like i said it, it actually gives me like if, if it does end up making me broke it'll give me a reason to try to make more gill 
which, which you know, like, I, which I, is I, good I all the way new. around because then it gets more crafters doing their thing to put more th- and, and gatherers to put more things on the market board for me to yep. go and get that I don't have to worry about going to go get something or doing a piece of content I don't enjoy because I need you know lamb fuck fur you know whatever the hell it is go to the market board <laughs> why do you guys don't buy that stuff uh <laughs> it's all i search for on the market boards anymore what do you what do you use that what do you craft that's none of your that? damn business now <laughs> the <laughs> but he really wants the high quality uh, lamb fuck first so. no no that stuff's too pricey huh? that stuff's too, no, that's pricey. too pricey i'm not okay. that posh um oh god yeah yeah <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> Ferris resubbing a six-month streak on the lamb fuck fur. Ferris, thank you so much. <laughs> uh, anyway, anyway, uh, you know it's it's like you know a stimulus package, right? We all yeah. all the money starts moving around, which generates stuff going on in the economy. It's a net good. The game's been sorely lacking one for a while, Tark. Yeah, the only major gill sink that there was in the game was houses and good luck getting one. So, yeah, this is going to be much needed and I can't wait for them to start doing minions with this too. Yes, please. Uh, yeah, More I minions. mean, you're right. Housing was meant to be the gill sink, but mm-hmm. it never quite caught up to demand to be able to be the end game gill, uh, gill sink. So, new yeah, mounts. limited. New mounts. Uh, also means new MGP prizes in the gold saucer as well. So is everybody stocked up on MGP? I'm seriously behind. I don't know the last time I actually did Jumbo Cactpot. Like, I used to do it religiously every week, every week, mm-hmm. every week. Now there are days where I don't even do mini Cactpot. Like, I, I'm like, oh, shit, I haven't done mini Cactpot in three weeks. <laughs> it's just... Oops. I remember to go to the gold saucer when I get a triple triad card I need to sell. That's about it. Pretty much. Otherwise, I forget and I don't get my minis done. And I don't remember the last time I've gotten my numbers for the jumbo cat pot, but I keep forgetting to reclaim to go it. Check. So I don't know if I've won <laughs> or not. <laughs> He's just like, here's a couple. 100 mgp i don't know i got it like that i don't even need it did i win i don't know i threw the ticket away i threw the you ticket all, away. You all pick up your wondrous tales and then after two weeks you realize it's expired you pitch it you go get another one and then you wait two more weeks i do my wondrous tales every single week that's my main source of mgp <laughs> but not as cagged pot not as, <laughs> but not my cagged pot I'm, <laughs> I'm always locked and loaded on mgp because i don't know when they're gonna drop like a two million mgp yeah. mount no so. you definitely have to be the way you do mounts you're like yeah yeah I got my I got my cactuar mount. Now I'm just gonna save this stuff up so I'm already ready when they I have the next one. Exactly. Yeah. Uh Blue oh, Mage no. Hotbar can be saved now. Mercifully. Awesome. Mercifully. Uh, why you couldn't before is one of the things like if you would have told me that you could, I would have believed you. Just like the targeting circle. If you would have told me it was there and I had it shut off, I would have believed you. Mike, uh, it's always been there. Right? It's always been there. You just gotta go into your settings. Thank and, you. And turn it on. Uh, okay. We should note here, by the way, to highly recommend saving, if you're playing on PlayStation 4, saving your UI files to the cloud so that you can drop them into your PlayStation 5 install once you install it for open beta Tuesday. Now remember, on that open beta, planning on it being a couple of weeks long, 
and then just launching. There's, there's not going to be really a lot of a lot of fanfare or length to this thing unless something goes massively wrong. Then there will be a little bit of a delay, but plan on it just being a few weeks. But get your UI settings uh, and your hotbar stuff saved onto the cloud now so that you can just pull it over to the PS5 on Tuesday. Uh, some other odds and ends here we'll go through quickly. Some of them we've already kind of mentioned. Achievements can now be accepted in menu. Thank God. This, I always hated this. I mean, it does put Jonathan's, uh, you know, out of a job, Kronos. He's going to be standing by a waterfall now in Gridania doing nothing. With the well, exception of newer job. players. Newer players. A job. He's got the veteran rewards still. The rewards you used yeah. to get for subbing X number of days. And, the, you know, the achievement points, right? Yeah, the, These ones don't matter for us. We're not getting these things anymore. We are long since removed getting these. But newer players, you still will have to visit Jonathus. Uh, gentlemen, we no longer have to say hi to him. You can just simply claim your achievement rewards in menu. About damn time. Awesome. About Word. damn time. Yeah. As a mount person, I'm tired of like going back. Every time I get an achievement mount, is looking old. I'm not going to lie. Embarrassing story here. This was way back, like in A Realm Reborn. I actually filed a ticket for not getting a reward because <laughs> I did not know you had to go see Jonathan uh, to claim the reward. I still have the email I got back. <laughs> <laughs> save that for posterity yeah I save maybe I'll bring it on the show sometime and read it it is very politely you're fucking dumb <laughs> this is what they very oh. very politely and professionally said to me uh, triple triad four star cards being adjusted now that was really all we walked away with from the live letter that was yes that true. was that like we we knew that they were getting adjusted in some way and they also said that the acquisition rates were being adjusted and the reward for having all the cards was going to be implemented in 5.55. That was it in the live letter. So we kind of were coming into the show going, how, how are they changing four-star cards to make them more useful? Well, it turns out a dev blog came up on the site. And see, this is why we do this. Take the live letter get the stuff over the next few days, then do the show, not do a special thing on the, like if we do a live reactions thing, that's fine. But some people ask why we didn't move relic grind from Thursday to Friday night so that we could cover the live letter because there's always more details over the yeah. next 72 hours after the live letter. This was one of them. What they're doing is you can now use one five star card and two four star cards in a deck. That used to be one and one. Mm. Now it's one and two, and then three star be, or rare there or three star or less. There's there's never been. A, it used to be one. That's it. It was either a five, a or, five a four. or a four. Yeah. Now you can yeah, use yeah. one five and two fours. Yeah. Uh, this is a pretty Much. big change. This is a pretty big change to the way the deck's going to work. I don't know if it makes the four star cards more useful. I, I I just think you're going to use more of them, uh, and I think it's fair to say that those are two different things <laughs> using more of them and making them more useful uh, are two totally different things. We're also getting a lot of quality of life improvements uh, across this spectrum too. the fishing menu is being changed around. There's an emote list uh, revamp coming. 
so that uh, you can search for things. Thank goodness, because that list is too damn long. Uh, to by the time I find the emote, sometimes the moment has passed. The yeah. moment has passed. Uh, so Got that's the deal with triple. I'm. I think I'm the only one of the three of us that actually plays triple triad, right? I, I play. I, I'm not missing that many cards. I'm actually like only pretty much only missing the tournament cards now. Yeah, I still have a few cards out in the world. They're just people that have bludgeoned me over and over and over and over again. I'm like, well, I'll come back. And so I still have a few more to do, but I will definitely be going for the 5.55 achievement here. I actually I really like hope. Triple Triad. I do too. I, I actually, like, when I get really bored, I play it. Um, but, like, I, oh, I really What a ringing freaking endorsement, Adam. Yeah. When I get really bored, <laughs> I'll play Triple Triad. There's you so know, they're one of my... Game. Tark, you're one you of my favorite people. That. When I'm really bored and tired, I like talking to you. <laughs> That's better than like Lords of Revenge or something like that, which you're never gonna touch. Like at least I play it. It's like you know if I'm not right. Like there's just so many other things that I enjoy in the game. The Triple Triad is like way down there. Oh, but I really God. hope this reward doesn't include the tournament cards because uh, that's gonna be a pain. Next. Well, I I think it does because it's it's like collecting the whole set is the is what they. So, the only reason why it might not be is because those cards are always at the end of the like the number list they have like their own weird like page in the triple yeah. triad so i don't mm -hmm. they might count them like it, it for sure it might just count which i don't want to have like those tournaments only appear once every two weeks and then you got to get there's like four of cards so that's like the card you need if you miss it you got to wait like well they've made those easier though in in the last patch remember they're that that's the no you're thinking of the different tournament i'm talking about the ones that you still the have to do by weekly that oh, give you like oh the big oh, oh got you got you got you got gold you. saucer ones yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. i know what those are still there yeah so like it's like cecil titus like those cards and like yeah you still have people that are like win trading and stuff so yeah. it's like really hard to win because <laughs> of that um collision detection update this was kind of interesting that they talked about this on the live letter um kind of you know good time to do it right you're going into the ps5 into 4k you know all all of these types of things also in addition to those with the uh playstation 5 uh 3d audio new trophies and of course they're going to be using the haptic feedback on the controller that's all going to be supported as well. The collision detection thing I thought was was a pretty interesting grab. And it makes sense to me because when you increase the resolution, then any discrepancy in collision detection between what's happening on client side and what's happening on server side is more noticeable anytime you start increasing the resolution of it when you hit 4K. Yeah, you can't cheat as much as you might have been able to back in the PS3 era. So it kind of mm. made, made sense to me that they were going to be addressing this. But I also think this is something that's not really going to provide immediate benefit uh, for, for us right now. There were a lot of changes between the PS3 and the PS4 era that were made that didn't immediately impact the game for improvement-wise until the PS3 stopped being supported and development yep. continued without having to do it, then you they you can look back and say, oh, some of these things they did really set the stage for this. I, I feel like this is one of those things. Yes, you had to do something if you were cheating in some way that people weren't able to notice on a wide scale right now, but would in 4K 
it addresses that. But I also think this is Tark more of that. You you like to use the the term technical debt. This yeah. this is that let's set things up for the PS5 and the PS6, right? Uh, and the 3080s and the 3090s and and all of this stuff that's coming down the road. Let's start future proofing now. I think that's where the dividends for these types of changes pays off. Maybe not next week when the patch launches. Yeah, you got to take baby steps to to get the game moving in the future and in a forward direction. Um, the little things that, you know, to get PS3 out in the rear view as much as possible. And I expect by 7.0, we're probably going to, you know, cut out the PS4. So they got to keep moving forward with the technical debt um, and try to streamline these processes as much as possible. Otherwise, they're just going to be, you know, so many layers that it's just going to be, they're going to have to make six months per patch. So... Well, that, that brings up an interesting point. So let's lock in some predictions here because I actually think we go to 8.0 before PS4 gets cut. Um, if you look back between PS4 or PS3 to PS4, we had like a four-year gap when the PS4 started to be supported uh, or playable and when the PS3 ceased to be uh, supported. That happened in 2.0, through 4.0 in that period. So two years for each expansion pack. Um, that is... Or, or two dot whatever. And um, I think this is... So I, I apologize, I misspoke. It wasn't quite four years. I think this one is going to be about four years because okay. I think they're going to spend the first year and a half with very few PS5s. It's just such a... It's Fair hard enough. to get the damn things right now. And I think Yoshi P and team are smart enough to say we should not even be remotely looking at dropping PS4 in this expansion or the next expansion. That's why I... That's where my four years comes from. Sorry. Um, two years for this... For 6.0 and two years for 7.0. Yes, they'll take it away at some point. The PS4 audience is just way too big right now, and the PS5 audience is way too small and isn't likely to increase by uh, numbers of import for at least the next year to year and a half, Kronos. That's that's my view. I think 8.0 is where PS4 would, would go away uh, at that point. Yeah, I'm probably... so Because uh, I'm right along with you, probably. Like, it's got to go at some point, I guess, but yeah, I mm -hmm. haven't really heard the same level of complaints yet. Like PS3, like there was just it was awful. So no, I, it was. like I, I don't know. Like I don't, maybe like, but if there is stuff that's like holding them back from like things they want to develop, then then yeah, they should work toward it. But I, I'm wondering if they just don't let it hang around for even longer, just to throw people a bone that maybe never get a PS5. I don't know though, but I, I do agree that if it's gonna go, it's probably like 8.0 ish area. I'd probably say like four years. Tark, yeah. do you think, think it could go good. away as early as 7.0? I just I just think that that's way too early given stock levels and that there isn't such a drive to get off the damn platform as there was with the PS3. No, you're uh, having it in people's hands that didn't even factor in my brain. So thank you for bringing that up. So yeah, if they that's, can that's get the job. ship right that's with PS5s. Yep, that's your job. Uh, if they can get the ship right with getting PS5s out there, you know, maybe. But yeah, you might be dead on that. It, it takes two expansions before this. Uh, yeah. And Ferris they, is absolutely right in chat. The tone, this tone may change when the PS5 is generally available. Yeah, uh, which 
that's my whole point. I don't think that's going to happen for the next year, year and a half. That's when it'll become generally available and start being adopted on a more normal rate. And then from there you have what doesn't make it doesn't make sense to do it six months after that happens. So you just tack it onto the next expansion and that puts it at 8.0. Um, yeah. yeah. You do have the consideration of when and if Xbox comes in the consider into the conversation too. Uh, as far as Final Fantasy fourteen being on there. Uh, crafting's getting their own fates called Fets. Yay. That's about it. Crafting Fet? Yeah. That's about it. They didn't say anything about it? I mean, they... it's, the, it's the giant Moogle thing. Yeah, it's, that's the Moogle oh, stuff. Oh, it's the... It's the, the, the okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ishgard. Ishgard. Yeah, gotcha. Ishgardian yeah. Restoration. We talked about Did Save the Queen, Sky we Builder? talked about the Unreal, we talked about Near Boss. I specifically had in here Jack of Hearts to, to let you guys know that was Near Replicant because I know neither of you had, had played it. Mm -hmm. um, we talked about the arrow facing the... Some additional news for you. Hatching Tide starts this week. Whee! Or next week, sorry. Next week. No mount, no minion. No mount, no minion. Sad the face. Outfit, though. Yeah, outfit's you, you can't dress like and a chicken. And you can chicken. die it. And you can die it. Can you really die it? I didn't even I didn't yeah. even look to see if you could. Metallic gold chickens, let's go. Here's your chickens, guys. <laughs> Here's your chickens. So we can do a pig, we can do a frog. We got chicken. And then we got tabletop what? Confections and the egg pouch. Uh yeah, so have fun. I mean, I'll do it for the stupid achievement, like I always do. <laughs> It's so funny. Like, I'm so, like, blasé when it comes to events. All it takes to make me go, yes, Hatching Tide is starting, is to put a little box right here that has a minion in it. Yep, same here. <laughs> if you do that, I'm like, sweet, Hatching Tide starts next week. <laughs> it's just some, like, egg so that we exciting. already have. It's, like, a different color. Yeah. Mike's like... Doesn't matter. It's a new minion. Yep. Safe for safe for it's me. A, it's dude. another number on that on that. Absolutely. They can make a mount like white that was red, and I'm like, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> let's <laughs> let get me it. get some. Get some. Oh, I did want to show everybody this. I think this is absolutely phenomenal. We have the Rainmaker Reborn. If you have been missing this hairstyle, it is coming back. It is coming back. Rainmaker Reborn. Square Enix actually tweeted yesterday, or Final Fantasy fourteen tweeted yesterday. We have an update. Hello, hi everyone. We are pleased to announce that Modern Aesthetics Rainmaker will be making a return in patch 5.5 as a prize exchangeable at the Gold Saucer. Thank you all once again for your patience. That is back. Tark, you can you can support the peacock. You gonna you gonna support the peacock? Um, in my in my group, we call it the the pineapple uh, hairdo. Oh, so I could see um, that. no, I could see that. No, I I got my cool uh, monk looking uh, do with the, the the rose on the side, so I'm good. I could see that. I'm not one that collects the hairstyles or or the emotes. Really, I'm so. not either. I'm not either. Well, you guys know I very rarely glamour to begin with. Period. <laughs> so. I have never gone to to change my character's appearance, except when the one time I used uh, Fantasia, that that was it. Then I changed. Like I've I never go to the uh, an esthetician or whatever. 
a beautician yeah. or whatever the fuck they're called. Aesthetician. Yeah. yeah thank right, you. you had to write the first time. No, I think I said anesthetician. That'd be somebody oh. that puts you under. So. <laughs> 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 they need one of those in 14. Um, last thing on Final Fantasy 14. If you did not see this, uh, then yeah, I'm going to put a link in uh, Twitch chat right now for all of you. <laughs> So if you were watching the show live, here's bonus material for you. Maybe I'll put it in the description underneath on YouTube. Maybe. If you're good, YouTube. Maybe. If you're good. If you're good. Put some likes on the video and I'll come back and add it. We get to 20 likes. I'll add the link. It's not like anybody couldn't just Google this shit now that I'm going to tell you what it is. <laughs> but 20 likes. <laughs> 20 likes. Uh, hit that like button. Yeah, Leave us a it. comment. Subscribe. Notify. Yoshi P is such an awesome person. He took to Twitch. Not to talk about Final Fantasy XIV. Oh, no, 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 no. That would just be normal. That would be normal everyday stuff. He went to talk about making cookies. Gave his this isn't coffee, a euphemism, right? Gave, no, this is legit gave his coffee cookie <laughs> recipe to the world. He is a Entire renaissance recipe man. recipe is available online. 20 likes and you'll get the link. Otherwise, Google's not going to tell you where it is. 300 Gs? What is this G thing? That, 300 that's gil? grams, you stupid American. <laughs> 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 that's funny because i deal with grams and right and, i know your job all, all you deal with all that <laughs> <laughs> because your job is like hey we cater to the globe so we got to stop being yeah. stupid americans um <laughs> uh, yeah uh, so if you are looking for a coffee cookie recipe and the directions yoshi p went on to twitch and hosted his own baking show it was absolutely fantastic absolutely incredible like if you could, if I could just like a dude more, like that would have done it. Like now, I just want to give him a hug. Just give him a hug. Give him a hug. Uh, Yoshi P, such a phenomenal guy. Uh, we don't have a ton of time, guys, but uh, we're actually a little over. But I feel like, yeah, we'll go to your hips. It's it's a coffee cookie. <laughs> I feel like we do have to talk briefly about Outriders because all three of us have been playing it since it released. Mm -hmm. We're all at various levels of progression. Uh, and and we've, we've kind of given our initial opinions. And now that we've played it more, I'd like to come back next week and, and talk a little more about Outriders in depth um, than, because we've really only given our initial impressions after playing it for you know a few days uh, last time. But I do think we should touch on some issues that the game had during launch. The weekend was rough. It continued into yeah. the week. Uh, luckily, I wasn't impacted too badly. I mean, besides when the servers massively went down uh, and then we had to wait for them to come back on. We talked about the UI issues. Some people have been experiencing inventory wipes and having to have them restored. Like, I haven't had any of that I have the UI, but every time I've gone to lobby and come back, it's been fine. So just to give you some info on that front, on Reddit, they did post today a number of updates to patch news uh, on patches for crashing and matchmaking issues that are coming soon. 
there's going to be a community appreciation package for all of these issues. So to be eligible, you have to have played between March 31st and April 11th. Uh, you're automatically eligible if you've played at least once in that window. All players, if you are outside that window, but you had to have an automatic inventory wipe restoration performed on your account, you are also eligible regardless of dates. And your highest level character is going to receive a level-appropriate legendary weapon, a level-appropriate amount of titanium, and the emote frustration, which is otherwise unobtainable at this moment in time. The irony here was not intentional, says the team, but it was <laughs> fitting. That is incredible. <laughs> that is awesome. absolutely incredible. Ferris wants some basic opinions, says, I'm downloading it now, lol. Is it worth playing? Yes. Yes. 100% yes from me. If you like looter shooters or looter games in general, Diablos, the Division 2s, any ARPG, any looter shooter, yes. If you don't like that style of game, no. <laughs> no. Because it is 100% down that lane. Um, also on this front, we have rebalancing coming, multiplayer stability uh, uh, patches coming, and launch connectivity post-mortem. There's a whole thread you definitely should check it out. All in all, I think if you, I love me some loot, download it. Mm. Um, all in all, <laughs> have you looked at the numbers, Kronos? Which numbers? For Outriders. Like stream? I have not, no. Steam, you mean? Yeah. I put them in, in chat the other day. Uh, all time peak, 125,000. 1,123 all-time peak. That actually happened just a few days ago. It was, the ironically, the moment I linked it, it happened to hit the all-time peak. The 24-hour nice. peak is still over 87,000, and in less than an hour ago, 70,000 people were playing. And that is just on the Steam platform. I say this because another game we bring up on the show is the whole reason why I put it in the <laughs> chat. <laughs> Because I ran a Steam Charts comparison of the Avengers. Ugh. But I didn't compare it to Outriders. I compared... <laughs> you compared it to... I don't even want to say that. Like, should I say this do on it. a recorded do show? It. I Just compared it. it to the Outriders demo on Steam. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Which still oh. had over 7,000 people playing at the time I compared it to Avengers, who was, you know, not doing so hot. Right now, if I got to run the comparison again. I just think of Monty Python and the Holy Grail and, and Marvel Avengers have just been like, I'm not dead yet. And just you just want to beat it over the head so it just lays Marvel's down. Avengers on Steam <laughs> 695 players the Outrider uh, demo 2900 players <laughs> so I was actually I talked about this with a friend today uh, so there's a fighting game on Steam that people have been playing again uh, Guilty Gear Plus R yeah that, yeah. that, that yeah. game is about uh, fifth, no 16 years old can you can you check that for me really quick 
I'm kind of curious if that has more yeah, than Avengers on, right so, now. What is it? Guilty Gear. Guilty Gear Accent Core. And then search that, and then there's one called like Plus, Plus R. R. Yeah. Yep. And on Steam charts, that is currently at 405 playing an hour ago. 427 okay. peak in the last 24 hours. And the all time so peak, 2330. Yeah. Which was a long time ago. A long time ago. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Like all of a sudden in October of last year, it just went nuts. Yeah. They changed the netcode and stuff. But, but, uh, like what I'm saying is that that game is yeah. 16 years old. It is just yeah. shy of where the event, uh, Marvel's Avengers <laughs> is right now. It's so sad. Yeah. So sad. So sad. Oh, but and you don't have to did you hear? They're adding new cosmetics and a camera mode. Let's go do. Yes. Let's go do yes. love it or leave it. <laughs> like, I got to feel bad for a bit. Like, there's people behind these games. And as a software engineer myself, like, I always, I always try to remind myself when I'm bashing a game or saying something critical that there are people behind the, the but. Yeah. Good Lord. The Avengers. Uh, love it or leave it the segment where we take anything Square Enix related one item could be in a game could be a press release could be a decision the company made whatever the hell I want to talk about and I bring it to the team here and we all decide whether we love it and want more of it or leave it and are going to throw it away this time I ask you specifically got your basic ideas at the top of the show but now you got to make a binary decision brothers love it or leave it this live letter specifically not the process itself Live letter 63, love it or leave it, Kronos. I mean, pretty sure this live letter had more mounts in it than every live letter I've ever seen. So oh my goodness. I'm, I'm going to keep it simple and say that I love it. You're you're so easily bribed. <laughs> he is. I can't, dude, but, come on. We can't say anything the other way. Like, if it's a minion, we're like, yay. Yeah, minions. <laughs> they, and they showed minions. They did. Yeah. There's a, there's I want a that minion dolphin. on the on the new 5.5 site sits right on your damn head there's uh, two there's the there's the little baby dolphin too no is that on the site though i didn't see it on the site yeah oh, yeah you have to go click look the picture i have to go little look. baby dolphin uh what do you got tark love it or leave it uh for the same reasons i said earlier there was just nothing that was unexpected the only thing that i had a question about is what was the unreal so i'm gonna give it a big fat leave it because it just there was nothing there that I needed to even tune in, let alone that it was four in the morning for me. I'm like, ugh. Yeah, I kind of, I got to go with leave it too. That's not to say again that I was totally disappointed with the live letter or anything. It was just blah for me. Uh, the yeah. trailer was obviously phenomenal, uh, but that was the first five minutes of the show. We got to see the trailer basically twice because they, they queued it up, then they talked a little bit, and then they queued it up again. Um, it was phenomenal. Loved the trailer. The live letter was fine. But I got to leave it for something that I got to get up that early for and spend three hours sitting there watching. There wasn't anything in it that we didn't already highly, highly suspect, if not flat out know. So it was just a yeah. mediocre live letter for me. So I'm going to leave this one too. We'll be back, though, next Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern. No stream after the show today. Faye is feeling a little under the weather, so hop on Twitter and give Faye uh, your best. Give her some cheers and some good vibes. We'll be back next Thursday. I'll be streaming tomorrow night here as well, so make sure you're following twitch.tv slash readycheckradio so you get all the notifications. Until then, Kronos, where can everybody find you? 
I mean, did you see the gold Nama zoom out? How could you not? Are like you gonna try whatever. and argue this? Fine. You gonna try? Uh, yeah, Twitter, you trying Twitter. to sway opinions on love it or leave it? <laughs> he had a mount hot bar. All right, look, the man speaks to my heart. All right, did you see the mount hot bar? That was a cross hot bar. Oh know. my goodness! <laughs> You're such a simp for mounts. But, uh, Twitter, Twitter below. <laughs> Follow him on Twitter, Tarkov. Uh, you can find me at uh, Twitch and Twitter at Tarkov Gaming. Uh, also on the weekends at Ready Check Radio. We're almost almost done with Dragon Quest Eleven. Um, and by the way, Mike, that feature you're looking for—it's in the game. You just got to get to your settings, okay? So get gotcha. to your settings, and you'll find Sweet. that feature. Sweet, awesome! I'm Thanks. super pumped. Thank you. I'm Mike you're Byrne. Right. You can follow me right there at Magic Man One. But more importantly, follow at RC Radio R A I D E O. Uh, on Twitter so you get notified every time we go live for one of our three podcasts or any of the streamers graciously volunteering their time to hang out with you. Stay safe see you on the servers <laughs>